Hi, this is Dr. Mini Malhotra and welcome to the Better Prescription, an integrative and natural approach to taking care of yourself. And as a physician, I have always wanted to help people understand that there is a better way of taking care of them, their health away from prescriptions and procedures. And this podcast is a tool that will help and guide you to a natural root cause approach, which can not only prevent disease, but also reverses them if they are not too advanced. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for medical advice. If you are looking for medical advice, seek a licensed medical professional. If you are looking for a functional medicine provider, then go to the IFM website and find a functional medicine provider close to you. If you are looking to work with us, then you can go to our website anchorwellnesscenter.com and book a strategy session to see if this is a good fit for you. Okay, so today I'm going to talk to you about something that really bothers me. Chemical that has been amongst us for years and years, that is glyphosate. It's the most widely used herbicide in the world and it's classified by International Agency for Research on Cancer as probably carcinogenic to people. And the IARC has steadfastly defended that decision despite ongoing attacks by Monsanto, which was the company that made Roundup. So in 2017, glyphosate was also listed by the California Office of Environmental Health Hazard Assessment as a chemical known to the state to cause cancer. So how many bowls of cereals and oatmeals have American kids eaten that came with a dose of wheat killer? And that's a question only General Mills, PepsiCo or other food companies can answer, said EWG President Ken Cook. But if those companies would just switch to oats that aren't sprayed with the glyphosate, Parents wouldn't have to wonder if their kids' breakfast contains a chemical that is linked to cancer. Glyphosate and other cancer-causing chemicals simply don't belong in children's food, period. The results of the new test come two months after EWG's first series of tests found glyphosate in all but two of the 45 samples of foods made with conventionally grown oats and in about one-third of the 16 producers made with organic oats. About two-thirds of the samples of conventional food has levels of glyphosate above EWG health benchmark. And following the release of the first batch of tests, General Mills and the Quaker Oats Company went on the defensive, noting that glyphosate levels found were within regulatory limits set by the Environmental Protection Agency. And just because something is legal doesn't mean it's safe. The federal government standards for pesticides in food is often outdated and not based on the best and most current science. And the EPA standard for pesticides and other chemicals are also heavily influenced by lobbying from the industry. So studies regularly find that the legal limits on contaminants in food, air, drinking water, and consumer products fall short of fully protecting public health, particularly for children and other people more sensitive to the effects of toxic chemicals. The EPA's legal limits for glyphosate on oats, 30 parts per million were set in 2008, well before the cancer finding of IARC and California state scientists. EWG doesn't believe chemicals linked to cancer belong in children's food. Our recommended maximum daily intake of glyphosate in food is 0.01 milligrams. For a 60 gram portion of food, this daily intake limit translates to a safety standard of 160 parts per million of glyphosate. This health benchmark is based on the risks of lifetime exposure because small repeated exposures can add 
if someone eats food containing glyphosate every day. After sitting on data from its own glyphosate test for more than one year, the Food and Drug Administration finally made results public last month. The FDA found glyphosate on about two-thirds of corn, soybean samples, but it did not test any oat or wheat, the two main crops on which glyphosate is used as a pre-harvesting drying agent. More than 156,000 people have signed a petition from EWG and just label it calling on General Mills, Quaker, Kellogg's to get glyphosate out of their products. Last month, EWG joined by companies including Megafood, Ben & Jerry's, Tony Field Farm, Mom's Organic Market, Nature's Path, One Degree Organic Foods, Happy Family Organics, Patagonia, PPC Community Markets and Amy's Kitchen petitioned the EPA to sharply limit glyphosate residues allowed on oat and prohibited its use as a pre-harvest drying agent. Why would a judge award a California couple 86.7 million in damage from glyphosate if it wasn't dangerous? Earlier this year, the judge agreed with the jury that there was evidence that the wheat killer was a substantial factor in Alva and Alberta Piloid developing non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, a lymphatic system health issue. The couple has been using the herbicide for more than three decades. According to the court, there was evidence that the markers of the herbicide knew the active ingredient glyphosate was harmful and the company didn't have any warnings on the product to sufficiently inform the couple on its health dangers. The recent case isn't the only one. The manufacturer of herbicide has been challenged with more than 13,000 US lawsuits related to suspected risk of the product. So considering glyphosate-based weed killers are most widely used herbicides in the world and this may be only the tip of the iceberg. Yet the makers of glyphosate maintain that it's safe and doesn't cause health issues. And countless people continue to use it on crops, forest areas and lawns. Is glyphosate harmful to humans? Research suggests that glyphosate is dangerous to people, especially as it accumulates in your body over time. Not only may it increase your risk of serious health issues, but it may also lead to other organ disease and dysfunction. And here are 10 ways glyphosate could be harming your health based on scientific evidence. Most importantly, you learn how to detoxify it from your body. 1. It may rob you of minerals. It is known to bind minerals long before its weed killing effects were discovered. The chemical can bind calcium, magnesium, iron, minerals, manganese and other minerals in the soil and this deprives the crops of these nutrients. The wheat can also drift from where it's sprayed and it could reduce the nutrient in the crops in the nearby fields too. This could mean that fewer nutrients for animals that eat the crops. It could also limit your mineral intake if you eat the crops or the meat of those animals. Manganese is a top concern. Glyphosate's ability to act as a herbicide is intertwined with its ability to bind manganese and that could have many unintended consequences. For example, when cows ate soy, corn and other crops treated with glyphosate, they become severely deficient in manganese and cobalt and their urine shows high levels of glyphosate. And another study shows that 63% of calves which were born with birth defects including malformed bones and cartilage were actually deficient in manganese. And also, the stillborn, non-surviving calves had extreme manganese deficiency. Manganese is also vital to your health. It helps make and activate enzymes. This helps support your immune system, create antioxidant and fight free radicals, maintain healthy mitochondria, utilize nutrients, produce energy, 
promote healthy blood sugar hormones and cartilage properly support good brain function and mental health and supports healthy reproduction do you have problems with any areas in the above list many people do and glyphosate may be a root cause number 2 it could damage your liver if you're trying to kill a weed you'd want to know and make sure that it could block your efforts by detoxifying the poison glyphosate fits the bill in this regard it may hinder liver detox not only in plants but also in animals and potentially in people and how might the chemical interfere with detoxification you produce the enzyme cytochrome p450 one of their main functions is to help detoxify harmful substances in your liver but the glyphosate may inhibit your ability to make these detox enzymes another study that was done on rats which ingested glyphosate based herbicide for 3 months the cytochrome p450 enzymes in the liver cells dropped by about 50% compared to the control group it's tough to detox well when you're lacking half of the enzymes you need and as the glyphosate toxicity builds it could damage your liver in another study rats were exposed to glyphosate herbicide for 2 weeks and they developed significant liver inflammation especially in high doses of the weed killer plus they developed scarring and unwanted fat deposits in the liver and other animal research also found that the liver damaging effects were from very low doses of glyphosate in people non alcoholic fatty liver disease is the most common chronic liver condition worldwide it is caused by fat deposits in your liver and this condition can lead to liver issues or the need for liver transplant so could glyphosate could be one of the culprits in this widespread liver problem one study found that people with advanced fatty liver disease were actually getting rid of more glyphosate compared to people with less damage liver damage this suggests there's a link between glyphosate toxicity and non-alcoholic fatty liver number 3 it may lead to gut health issue a motto at my formulas is healthy microbiome is ldu with the glyphosate in the picture your gut microbiome may not be very healthy because it interrupts the shrinkage mate pathway in weeds and other plants and this is the pathway how they produce amino acids without amino acids the plants die and you don't have a sticky mate pathway but some of the microbes in your gut do glyphosate can kill off beneficial microbes by disrupting this pathway and it's shown to disrupt the microbiota of soil plants and animals and in fact the chemical could act as an antibiotic and it may kill off your good bacteria such as lactobacillus the manganese deficiency also comes into play here the lactobacillus uses manganese to protect itself from free radical damage but if glyphosate lowers your manganese level good gut microbiomes microbes may be damaged and die this disrupts the balance of the gut bacteria and leads to inflammation and this upset is called dysbiosis in dysbiosis harmful bacteria like salmonella overgrow and this increases your risk for inflammatory bowel disease including ulcerative colitis crohn's disease and other health issues it also increases your risk for leaky gut and it may be a factor in celiac disease this is an autoimmune condition that flares when you eat gluten a protein in wheat glyphosate may hinder the growth of gut microbes that support gluten breakdown and this may be the reason why people develop non celiac gluten sensitivity next is it could damage your kidneys now kidneys are very important organ as you all know it's one of the detoxifying organs and it really helps in many many functions of your body and if your kidneys are not functioning well then as you know that it will be very harmful because you retain those toxins it can affect your kidneys ability to filter waste and other toxins right 
It increases the heavy metal toxicity. It causes overgrowth of environmental pathogens. It causes reduction in antioxidants like glutathione and it decreases the vitamin D activity. So low vitamin D is common in chronic kidney disease, right? Five, it could increase your risk for serious health issues. So what serious health issues like non-Hodgkin's lymphoma it also causes several other serious health issues include health risk for breast, intestines, kidney, pancreas, skin, stomach, thyroid. It may contribute to brain and nervous system issues. As you already know, that glyphosate could disrupt your mitochondria, potentially leading to intestinal issues. So your gut and brain has a connection, right? So it can affect your brain. It can cause anxiety, Alzheimer's, autism, Parkinson's disease. Many things have been linked. Next, it could disrupt mitochondrial function, which is the energy production unit of our cell. And so people will have fatigue, extreme fatigue, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, things like that. It may affect your heart and arteries like poison, right? It can cause arrhythmias. It can cause so many other heart issues which can be detected by EKGs. The electrical activity of the heart gets affected. Also increases to oxidative damage to LDL or bad cholesterol and it can build plaque in your arteries. It could cause infertility and healthy development of the baby in pregnant women. It may cause prion disease. You may be familiar with these, then you might think prion causes mad cow disease. And this is a fatal brain disorder that can affect the cattle. One prion disease is Krutfeldt-Jakob disease, which is similar to dementia. So prions are misfolded proteins. They are infectious and can cause your cell's protein to also misfold. So that's another thing that glyphosate can cause. So what are the foods that you should avoid which have Glyphosate. Glyphosate are commonly used to produce soybean, corns, cotton, wheat, alfalfa, sorghum, barley, sugar beets, canola oil, and citrus fruits. So it's also been found in the meat of the cattle because the feed contains glyphosate. So can you detoxify? Yeah, there are many ways you can get rid of glyphosate. You have to replace the minerals and you can use binders which will bind glyphosate. In fact, we have a very good detox program that we do for our clients by changing your diet and lifestyle, eating more organic as much as you can, drinking more water which is distilled and filtered and many other things that you could change. Exercise is another one using retona and steam baths that could be helpful. So those are the things that you can really do to find out. And can you check the glyphosate? Yeah, you can check for all environmental toxins and that will help you to know your glyphosate load. So what steps will you take to tackle glyphosate toxicity? You can answer at the bottom of this podcast. So that's all I have for you today. I'll talk to you again next week with another topic. Send your questions to Dr. Mini at anchorwellnesscenter.com and share this with your friends and family and give us a review, a good one on iTunes. Take care and have a great rest of your day.